Hello and welcome back to Integral Care's podcast. This is Integral. My name is Ann Nagelkirk and I'm the Director of Communications at Integral Care. Today we're recapping our community forum, A Home is More Than Four Walls. It was a great forum focused on housing as a social determinant of health. Social determinants of health are impacted by the places we live, work, learn, and play. Research shows us that medical care only makes up 20% of what determines our health. 80% is dependent on our economic and social conditions. While traditional healthcare interventions can improve health status and outcomes, they're not enough. Our well-being truly depends on addressing all of the conditions that impact our health, including a safe place to call home. I'm excited to introduce two leaders at Integral Care. Darlene Cardona-Beiler, our Director of Adult Behavioral Health Services, and Chris Laguna, our Practice Administrator for Housing and Homeless Services. Both have been instrumental in spearheading and leading programs that support individuals experiencing homelessness in our community. For those of you who don't know, Integral Care is the Local Mental Health Authority and Intellectual and Developmental Disability Authority for Travis County. We support adults and children who experience mental illness, substance use disorder, and intellectual and developmental disabilities. Darlene and Chris, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. So um, what did you two think about the forum? One of the things that really stuck out for me was the constant theme of partnership and just how these collaborations are really making a difference in our community. That just was a theme that you know, came up throughout the entire panel. Well, the forum was um, a great opportunity for the community to come together to talk about um, all the amazing work that is currently happening in Austin. Um, We have um, very strong partnerships and uh, seeing everyone together having meaningful conversations was really exciting. I think it was a, a very productive time and it really showcase um, the partnerships that are making a difference in um, thousands of lives of people experiencing homelessness in, in, in Austin. I agree, Daryl, and I think that was it was a, a tremendous turnout, and there was a lot of, of activity and conversation and energy around the topic of of housing and, and what we're doing to end homelessness as a community. Um, and like you mentioned, Anne, I think the the partnerships that we at Integral Care have with our, our other providers in the community, as well as just everything that was going on with each other, it was it was just so exciting to see the speakers that we had, as well as the providers that um, were in the lobby with information. It was it was great to see um, all the work that's being done. Thank you. So our panel was fantastic. We had Darylin from Integral Care, Alan Graham from Mobile Loaves and Fishes, Julian Huerta from Foundation Communities, and Lisa Garcia from the Housing Authority of the City of Austin. Uh, Darylin kicked off our panel with a story about a gentleman that she worked with early in her career and how he taught her to ask the right questions. It's not always about what we think that somebody needs, and um, let's listen to, to, to what Darylin had to say. The people we work with know what they need. They know better than us. And as providers, it is our responsibility to hear them out and create systems that work for them. That was the first aha moment. The second aha moment was that housing was important, but the most important thing for him to be connected to a recovery system was connection and relationships. So, Darylin, is there anything you'd like to add to that lesson that you learned or the story that um, you told the group? I learned so many things through the my relationship with my first client that really carry um, that I carry to to this day, not only in the way that we provide services, but in the way that we develop programs. And what I wanted to bring to light was the power of connection 
And we know that as human beings, we're wired to be connected, to have a sense of belonging. And when that is not in place, we, we struggle. We struggle. And many individuals experiencing homelessness, they're in the shadows. They have lost connection with the family. They have lost their connection with our community. And 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 they've lost connections with just from you know within themselves connection with their with their ability and their strengths and bringing those things to light not only to um, understand where the the individual experiencing homelessness is coming from but the power that we have as providers and the power we have as a community to impact the 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 problem just by by being connected. So Chris Darlin went on to say that housing is the foundation. It's the first step to connect people to recovery, but it's not the only thing that people need. So what else is needed to support people in recovery from mental illness and homelessness and substance use disorder? So one of the things that really stood out to me that, that Darlin said was that it's housing first, but it's not housing only. And I think that's that's a really important statement. We talk a lot about the importance of housing and and we we believe that housing is a healthcare intervention and that once you have a safe and stable place to live, to call home, then you can start that journey of recovery from whether it's mental illness, substance use and and certainly homelessness. But that that safe place isn't going to be enough. And so at Integral Care, we provide wraparound supports to anybody who's moving from the streets into into housing. And that that might be helping them connect with a uh, psychiatrist for medication, if they would like medication, getting them set up with a primary care doctor for their medical needs, ongoing case management support, counseling, um, helping them apply for benefits, maybe even helping them to find a job. And all of those things are in the interest of connection. And, um, and like Darylin was just saying, you know, folks have, have lost that connection. Um, they need to, to be connected with other people. And that's not just that's not just their neighbors. That's not just their family. But I think the relationship that's provided with our staff is really critical in, in helping that and building trust, continuing to to, to show up and be there regardless of what what they're going through. So next on the panel, we heard from Lisa Garcia, who is with the Housing Authority of the City of Austin and um, also known as HACA to many in our community. And she told us that they were established in 1937 and they're one of the country's first three housing authorities, which was a cool little tidbit. Um, They're truly key in providing housing and impacting homelessness in our community. Um, Their mission is to cultivate sustainable, affordable housing communities and partnerships that inspire self-reliance, growth, and optimism. And I think um, we really saw that in her talk and also the fact that she, um, through Haka, has relationships with almost everybody who was on the panel and in the audience. So let's listen to some of what Haka has accomplished and what they have on the horizon. We have a subsidiary called Austin Affordable Housing Corp at the Housing Authority because we know funds are limited for the voucher program and funds are limited for uh, public housing. But we know that there's a greater need and uh, owners don't have to accept vouchers. So with this subsidiary, we've been able to create uh, over 4,000 affordable housing developments through tax credit, um, 4% tax tax credits, 9% tax credits, bonds, and partnerships with others. Uh, 14 of those developments are in high opportunity areas, and we have right now about 12 
thousand other units in the works to bring on board, and we will continue to do this. Our goal right now is uh, 10,000 units by 2020. And this is to be a part of the city's efforts, because I know the uh, city of Austin just recently, uh, through their strategic plan, said by 2020, there's a need for 135,000 additional affordable housing units in this community. So the housing authority is on board to make that happen. And so we can provide housing to the folks experiencing homelessness as well as those through the voucher program. So I have to say that, you know, uh, integral care is a, a, a strong partner with HACA and listening to Lisa, um, I feel like I, I learned something about all the work that they're doing. It was just really tremendous to hear all the different pieces to the to the work that HACA is doing. And one of the most exciting things um, for us at Integral Care and our, our ongoing partnership with HACA is that they are bringing the operating expenses for our new project Terrace at Oak Springs. So um, through the, the, their partnership, we're able to um, move in 50 individuals um, from move them from the, the streets into housing with 25 of those being veterans um, through the VASH program with HACA and uh, the other 25 will be coming from our community's coordinated entry system. 25 of the most vulnerable people in our community um, will be able to move into Terrace um, through a HACA subsidy program. And I, um, I would like to add that that project uh, could have not been possible without their support and many of the partnerships that we have developed over the years. We've been working with um, HACA for over 20 years and house hundreds of individuals um, through that, that partnership um, and we're just so thankful. And I think a lot, I think as we heard, a lot of things that are going on in our community with regard to housing um, would not be possible without yes. HACA. Yes. Um, their, their partnerships with other providers in providing vouchers as well as their own mm-hmm. um, affordable housing communities throughout the city. And, uh, and they're clearly a, a critical piece of, of the work that's being done today. So next we heard from Julian Huerta from from Foundation Communities. They have been creating housing to support families since the 1990s and are doing really important work supporting the growing population of families experiencing homelessness in in our community. Um, The face of homelessness is changing. We received um, a report from our school district that indicates that we had last year over 2,500 children experiencing homelessness in in Austin. And what Foundation Communities is doing is key to supporting those families. Let's hear what Julian Huerta has to say about it. So so we basically do two kinds of housing. So one is housing for uh, families with kids. And so we have 14 of our properties in Austin uh, serve families. Most of those uh, are folks who are, at, are below 50% of median family income. So like in comparison to, to the housing authority, like most of our families are in the twenty dollars to $40,000 income range. So, so, so generally people who are employed, but definitely kind of struggling, struggling to afford a place to live in Austin. We do have 142 units in our family properties that are uh, reserved for families who are coming out of homelessness or who are, who are at risk of homelessness. Uh, and, and, and that comes with case management. Uh, and I'm really proud that, that about, we've had about an 85% success rate in taking a family who was homeless and getting them after about two years into a, into a sustainable housing situation. 
Um, and then in, in our family properties, we have on-site community learning centers where there's like after-school programs, different kinds of health, health programming, the financial things. Um, that's an after-school program going. I think the work Foundation Communities is doing around families is, is so important. I mean, just over the past week, uh, I've had um, staff from our, out, our outreach teams, both our PATH outreach team and our host collaboration, tell me that they've come across families, mm-hmm. that, that they've come across a, a, a couple who had broken down, was living in their car, they had two young children and an infant. And these are becoming more frequent, mm-hmm. and and so, um, like you said, Daryl, and I think the, the the face is changing, and we're not always seeing that as much, but it is it is out there, and and the work that Foundation Communities is doing is is so critical to, to this, and they're also doing really important work around healthcare. They have on-site integrated care with a partnership um, through a partnership with Community Care, so uh, residents living in their properties can easily access primary care services. And most recently, we are thrilled to be partnering with them. Integral Care is, has a partnership with Foundation Communities to bring a licensed counselor uh, to their properties, as well as a peer support specialist. And so they're working with, um, our staff are working with the Foundation Communities team to identify people who might need more mental health services than um, than they're getting. And so our, our staff can go and meet with them, provide peer services, connect with them on that on that level, and if they're interested in more intensive services, we can do an intake right then and there to get them into services and provide ongoing counseling. Last but not least, we have Alan Graham from Mobile Loaves and Fishes. Mobile Loaves and Fishes is a social outreach ministry that has been empowering communities in Austin into a lifestyle of service with the homeless since 1998. Alan told us about the success they're having at Community First Village and took a moment to remind us that our neighbors who experience homelessness have hopes and dreams just like you and me. Never, ever, ever, ever in the history of all mankind did a little 12-year-old boy or girl lay in bed at night in that little twilight phase right before uh, they were about to fall asleep looking out their window at the starry, starry night, dreaming about what they're going to be when they grow up, I can promise you, guarantee you, never, ever did they dream about being homeless, smoking crack, shooting heroin, smoking K2, living under the bridges, um, living in filth, never, ever. And within each of those little boys and girls um, is the embers of their dreams about what they were going to be when they grew up. Uh, one of my three dreams was, I thought, at the time that I could become a rock and roll star. And uh, I played guitar and was in a little band. And, um, and um, clearly, uh, I never made it. Uh, and, but today, to this day, at 63 years old, when I'm riding around in my truck, and a phenomenal song comes on, guess who's standing on that stage with a guitar in hand singing that song? And when you think about your dreams uh, and where you wanted to be, that ember of that dream and the other dreams that I had at that time are still alive in each of us. The question is, is who poured the fuel onto those dreams to ultimately become who we are today? And most of us in this room had people that were providing the fuel to those embers to ignite them. 
and that's really the vision of Community First, is to take those little boy and girl dreams, those embers, and ignite them uh, with the fuel uh, to live a purposeful life for the balance of their life. I love what Alan had to say. Um, he is a visionary, he's a um, pioneer, and he has created a movement. He has energized our community, and he has brought together private and public partnerships and, and the faith community together to tackle the issue in ways that we have never seen before in our community. So I'm really proud of the partnership we have with Mobiles and Fishes. Alan often talks about, uh, he says, housing doesn't end homelessness, but community does. And that really matches what we say at Integral Care is that a home is more than four walls. And it, it brings us back to this idea of coming together as a village to really take care of our neighbors who, who live on the streets. And after he talked a little bit about the dreams and the hopes, he also talked about the next phase of Community First, and we are excited to, to be part of that development. Integral Care has been working with Alan and Mobiles and Fishes on the development of a new clinic on-site as part of that second phase. Um, the clinic will provide um, robust services to those living um, in um, at Community First, but also the surrounding community. And with that, um, we are also working on the development of a medical respite program to help individuals who are struggling on the streets with chronic health conditions, those people who are not ill enough to be in the hospital but too sick to be on the streets. And that will bring um, life to, to the partnership, and I know it will be um, an amazing investment um, as, part of that, as part of that work. And um, he's bringing more housing. He's working on developing 300 new homes in addition to the clinic and the and the respite. I'm really excited about the the expansion in the new clinic and particularly the the medical respite piece. That is such a big need in our community where individuals experiencing homelessness can have a safe place, um, even if it's temporary, but to, to recover mm-hmm. um, um, from from a, a medical illness or event. And so um, it's really exciting to see that coming to fruition and to be a part of, of that out at the village. Okay, so before we wrap up, we of course have to talk about some of the awesome work we're doing in integral care. <laughs> um, so Chris, you touched on Terrace at Oak Springs, yes. but talk to us a little bit more about um, what we have coming to our community. Absolutely, I'm so excited about about this project that has been um, has been a while in the making. Um, it is 50 units of permanent supportive housing, but in addition to that, we have a, an integrated clinic that is attached to this to this project. And what that means is we have a, an integral care clinic that's going to provide both behavioral health services as well as primary care services, and and um, that will be available not only to the 50 residents who are living at Terrace, but to the larger community. Anybody who is in in and around that area who is in need of behavioral health services um, 
can be seen at that clinic. And then they can also um, get their primary care needs met there as well. And we are really, really excited at Integral Care to be to be doing both the behavioral health care services and the primary health care services at this clinic. And that's going to take us to a new level of, of integration with um, with healthcare. We've always looked at um, at healthcare as treating the whole person, and and this will really allow us to do that in one place as seamlessly as possible. It's it's um, the first of its kind in Central Texas. We don't have anything like this in um, in our community. It's a best practice that has been implemented across the country, and we're excited to bring this to reality in our community. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, so we have a lot of partnerships that we've seen throughout the panel, but there's um, an exciting one going on right now with um, the Dell Medical School and Community Care. Daryl, why don't you talk to us about mm-hmm. that? Yes. Um, before I talk about that, I, I know that we have so many partnerships and it's difficult to really go into each one of them. <laughs> and everyone who was in that room um, really represented partnerships and initiatives that, um, that are key and essential to the work we do. I want to talk about the partnership with the medical school and community care because it's very innovative. Um, we're doing a lot of great work, but this this partnership is extremely innovative in which we're taking a clinic to the streets. And the way that I like to refer to that, that partnership is we're removing the walls of the clinic to make sure that we bring the resources to people where they're at. And this uh, mobile team will provide primary care services, psychiatric services, case management, and substance use treatment literally on the streets. So um, we can't wait to see the results of the of the team and the work that we're able to we will be able to to do through that partnership. And we're already out there, right? Yes, they they are out there working to engage folks uh, probably as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a really it's been really neat to work with both the medical school and community care on this particular project because. You just have everybody around the table who is wanting the same thing and is is wanting to, to break down some of those institutional barriers that have sometimes prevented us from truly coming together as an integrated team. And so we're really trying to do things as innovatively as possible so that we can ultimately deliver the best care to the individuals who need it. And we have two doctors that I have to say because they are just amazing. And that's Dr. Tim Mercer with the medical school and Dr. Audrey Kwong with the with community care. And they um, have been visionaries. They've been doing this work for a long time. And for them to come along our team and walk the streets and provide care, it's uh, it's just really inspiring to see. So we're talking about taking care to where people are and being out on the streets. So we've got another team, another collaboration called the Homeless Outreach Street Team. (laughs) And speaking of of partnerships, we certainly um, would be remiss if we didn't mention our our host team and our partnership there with um, with the Austin Police Department, with EMS and the Community Health Paramedics, um, and Downtown Austin Community Court. And so the, the host team is a collaboration between Integral Care and those agencies 
agencies um, that's a focus on the downtown area and they are actively walking the streets working to engage and connect with individuals experiencing homelessness and and literally it may be just going up and saying hi and having a conversation um, with the goal of, of making a, a human connection with them um, and finding out what they need and connecting them to services um, and they've been very successful in doing that and and we also one of the exciting things about that team integral care has a peer support specialist on that team mm-hmm. um, and they're able that person is able to connect with the individuals on the street in a, in a different way they bring lived experience um, with homelessness and, and mental health issues and and substance use and so they're they're able to quickly build a relationship with with an individual on the street in a, in a different way that can allow um, recovery to begin even quicker. Um, and this team is also moving individuals that we're engaging with ultimately to housing. Correct. That's the goal. So they are they are kind of like the, the first step in our in our continuum in, in doing outreach and engagement with individuals experiencing homelessness and then ultimately connecting them to to a housing program so they can get into housing. So let's wrap up with one question that we hear a lot. So what can we as community members do to support individuals experiencing homelessness in our community, prevent homelessness in our community, and just get involved in general? The first step is um, um, just really think about the humanity of the issue. And um, I like to say this, you know, these are real people and real suffering. And take the time, take the time to make eye contact, to acknowledge, to give the, the, the space for that person to know that they exist. Just take them from the shadows. That's the first one. Then the second one is get connected, involved. We have um, great providers in our community and they're always looking for volunteers. They're always looking for resources. So yes, um, get involved. And the third one is open your communities to the work. We have a great opportunity in Austin to increase affordable housing, deeply affordable housing. Our community said yes, we have $250 million to be allocated towards affordable housing. Now, let's make that a reality. Thank you so much, Chris and Darylin, for sharing your time and your insight into this important topic facing our community. And thank you for joining us today on This is Integral.